Welcome back, listeners, to a special Thursday episode of The New Standard. And as always, I have my partner in crime to my left, Ghost Neil Kulaw. <laughs> Loving this. What's up, so Ghost, cool. Ghost Neil? <laughs> this is the dumbest thing in the world. Um, yeah, it's awesome to be here as always, Lance, on this uh, glorious, most fabricated of nonsense NFL tent pole events, this schedule. But you know what? That's why we're here. We love this stuff. Let's be honest. It, it's uh, it's still fun, regardless of, of kind of how contrived it's all become. It, it is interesting yeah. to see who's going where, and we like talking about it. So I, I love it because it gives platforms of our size information and stuff to talk about to keep people coming back to the program and getting material. And as always, if you want to get the podcast or check us out on YouTube, go to YouTube, do a search for the new standard and Neil Kulong or myself, Lance Williams, or you can find the show, any podcast platform, do a search for Apple podcasts or do a search for Google for the new standard on Apple podcasts or Google Spotify and Google and Spotify. Um, those are different platforms, but by now you guys know how to find podcasts as I watch. And if you're watching us on YouTube, you're looking at Neil's hands disappear as uh <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what that looks like? That looks like a wild eighties MTV video with the bad <laughs> graphics where people's limbs went in and out of the graphic and whatever it, it, it you have to just join us on YouTube and, and big up to everybody right now who's on YouTube, big up to, to Double H, who's typing German um, in the chat. Oh, so big up to uh, Double H as well. Big up to Ollie Howard Species, you know 5618. Big up to him as well. Um, uh, oh, and, and happy post-Ramadan to you. Happy Ed to uh, um, Ollie Howard Species, 5618. But, I, so correct me if I'm wrong before we're going to jump into the show. And this show is, we're going to look into the crystal ball and predict the Steelers 22 season. We're going to look into and we're going to predict the season. And um, so correct me if I'm wrong. The gold is our home games, correct? Yes. Okay. The home games. So the home games aren't gold. So we're going to go one through 17. And then we're also going to pick our AFC North divisional winner. Now, some of this for me some of my predictions, as Ollie Howard Species says, 17 and 0, <laughs> is based on the fact that I think Deshaun Watson is going to get suspended eight games. I don't anticipate Deshaun Watson being back to the second half of the season. If Trevor Bauer got two years, NFL <laughs> math is like four games. So maybe. <laughs> You know, you know, NFL math is like maybe so because Trevor Bauer got two seasons, you know, maybe the NFL will look bad if they don't give Watson at least eight games. They probably don't want to give Watson any games, but to save some face and just not be the NFL, I think they're going to give Watson about eight games. I think it'll be a 10 game suspension. That'll get knocked down to eight games because the NFL has a conscious call it time serve or something. something, It's going to have to be. I I don't know. I mean, 
I honestly I could see him stalling on this for a while too. It it might be more beneficial for an already uh, heavily damaged um, public relations situation for the NFL to have him suspended on the cheap portion of his contract. They might just claim we're going to let the legal system work itself out, which of course it's not going to and uh, suspend him next year when he's actually making some money. Um, I don't know. There are a lot of different shady, weird, you know, political back channeling types of options that the NFL always has available to it. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if, if that's what uh, this ends up being, but just for common sense, I would just say, look, he needs to be suspended. I don't think there's a way in the world uh, anybody is, is able to argue that. And the, the domestic violence policy is six games. If they don't suggest this is on that level, they're going to get hell from everybody. It, it, to me, it's six games. I would not be surprised, though, for the same reasons that you mentioned, uh, that they would make it eight just to put some teeth into it. Um, it Watson honestly doesn't seem to care at all uh, about his image, about the way that he looks. And he might, you know, want to go to the mattresses and fight this for, for a long time. Um, I don't know. It's a messy situation. Um, odds of him playing against Pittsburgh, though, in, in, in their let's first wait. game. I might let's, for you. Let, yeah, let's wait. So I'm, with I'm that, not saying it. Yes, yes. Odds so, are of that, though, I don't think are very good. So with that, with that being said, we all know. The NFL fines don't have teeth; they have gums. Those are gums. Like they're they're designed with us fans being able to consume the games as we like. So I'm just going to anticipate that he's out. But let's jump right into it. The first game of the year is on the road at Cincinnati, playing a Bungles team that beat the Steelers last year about five thousand to ten in the two games last year. So, Neil, game one, give me your prediction, win or loss in the season opener. Hey, those were a hard-fought 10 points, okay? That, that was a touchdown that all Deontay Johnson fantasy owners needed to have that day. Um, I, I Bengals are a tough team. Um, I don't want to say that last year was a fluke, but I, I do think that they caught a, a pretty nice wave in the AFC uh, played a phenomenal second half in overtime against Kansas City for a, a, a huge win um, and damn near won the Super Bowl. Good for them for doing it. That feels far more lightning in a bottle to me. I don't think the Bengals are going to be quite at that level, but it's going to be a lot in week one. Um, I famously projected a, a Bills win by at least 30 points in week one last season. This is on the same level. Um, I, I think Cincinnati will probably – they'll they'll take the win. I think Pittsburgh will actually show up uh, for the first time in a while against a Bengals team and, and uh, play them competitively. But Cincinnati is going to win that one. I'm going to shock you, Neil. I'm coming out the gates with some fire in week one. I'm coming out with a Steelers dub – Week one. You know why I'm coming out with a Steelers dub week one? I thought the same thing week one against Buffalo. I thought Buffalo was going to smash the Steelers. But you know what happened week one, Buffalo? They had some specialized game plan that they had worked on for a bunch of time that they rolled out just for Buffalo. I think the Bungles are the Bungles. 
And when I say the Bungles are the Bungles, I mean, I think the Bungles cannot deal with prosperity like good teams. No I, don't, I don't like their offensive line. It's yet to stabilize. He came off of an injury getting banged up in the Super Bowl. I don't know what he is from that perspective. I still think the Steelers' defensive line, no matter who starts, is going to be rock solid. And I think that defense is going to be absolutely ready to roll and try to get some get back against the Bungles after getting absolutely destroyed. And I had to listen to that game in a 10-hour traffic jam, driving home, watching, listening to them get absolutely destroyed. Steelers get the dub. Steelers get the dub week one, and everybody's asking, what's wrong with Joe Burrow after the Steelers sack him seven times and win the game? Love on a the field goal by Chris Boswell. Love Steelers the optimism. 1-0, baby. Week two, home opener against the dreaded New England Patriots. Now, also, the, the other thing I want to say, in a lot of my predictions, it's tilted in quarterback play. So a lot of these predictions for me are assuming that Kenny Pickett is not dressing, that he's the number three. The backup is Mason Rudolph, and the starter is Mitchell Trubisky. Let me just throw that out there, because if Kenny Pickett was starting, I might pick the Steelers to go 0-17. So I'm just going to say that. Week two against the Patriots, which is say nil. I like their chances against the Patriots. I, I think it, it's uh, we'll, we'll see what New England does. I think they had a very specialized offseason. I think they, they intended – uh, to provide some firepower, which they just didn't have offensively last year. Um, a new coaching staff over there, essentially, um, with Josh on, on the offensive side of the ball, with Josh McDaniels leaving to Las Vegas. Um, I'm not sure the Patriots will have, have had enough time to really kind of figure out what they're doing. That's a good game for me to have early uh, for, for Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's defense at home in their home opener, this is a team that wins 70% of its home games, uh, something like that anyway. Uh, their home opener is more like 75 to 80%. Um, I, I like their chances in the home opener in week two. Week two, I'm going with the Steelers again. Week two. I'm coming out firing and hot. I, I think the Steelers defense week two at home against that offense, I think they really can get after those guys. I love your point about Josh McDaniels leaving. They got a new coordinator there. Um I really think they get after the Patriots early in the season. I like, um, you know, my only issue with the Steelers early in the season will be their offensive transition as well. You know, where will Mitch Trubisky be as a starter with the Pittsburgh Steelers early in the season? Like, how good will he be? But I think early in the season, I think the running game and the defense will carry the Steelers. I think that that Patriot offense, particularly in a wide receiver position, isn't extremely explosive. If they run it to the tune that they did last year, I think early in the season, the Steelers will deal with the run pretty well. Some of this for me still is if Tua or Alualu comes back. But according to you, you're you're fine with Adams and what's the kid that you love as well on the defensive line? Isaiah Loudermilk, who we'll 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 chop this up. Let's get some feedback from people. So the way Loudermilk looked. To me last year and in this segment lance you might remember after that the steelers traded back into the fifth round the round that they hate drafting in so much uh to to take louder milk a guy who had 
typically a, a seventh round or undrafted grade for most people looking uh, at his body of work in the preseason and in, in limited action, although probably a lot more snaps than I thought he was going to get uh, as a rookie, that kid belongs. He's going to be good. I can see now why they were so excited about him, why they wanted to, to move up to get him. Um, great body. He's, he's built, um, if not exceptionally so, for the position he's going to be playing. And his hand usage was above and, and beyond. Um, it, normally what you see is a rookie. And the amazing thing is, you know, you kind of reminded me of was Stefan Tuitt. So I, I could see why they would be excited uh, about his development. And plain and simple, we don't know what's going to happen with Tuitt. But the one thing you can't do is count on him. I mean, it, it's I'm not trying to sound insensitive. No, right? no, that's absolutely not right. It's in play. And we don't, as we're sitting here now, if they don't have any kind of definitive answer today, they're not planning on him being there. So to be honest, it, it, it might have already been decided that they're going to move on. I like Loudermilk. Um, I'm not sure where we sit right now, if he's ready to, to step in and be a starter. But I, I, you have to really like uh, the, the career arc that he's on already. And as far as Montrevious Adams goes, my God, that, that guy might have saved the Steelers' season last year. They were in a complete free fall up front before he finally figured things out was able to get on the field and he contributed at a, a considerably higher level, I think, than, than most people could have reasonably thought he was going to. Um, you get a guy like that in there. If you if if you're going to keep a Lulu there, I'm not saying whether they will or they won't. We don't know that right now. We do know he's coming off a, a season ending injury. He's 35 years of a of age and he's making three million dollars. Adams is about at that same price point and plays the same position kind of suggests to me that one of them is going to go and it's not going to be Adams. So um, no, Lulu's out if of there. you bring both of them back, though, you're looking at a, a pretty solid stable of interior defensive linemen that can play rested. They can play more aggressively that way. Um, y- y- you have to like what they have with their defensive line. And I, I think the the addition of um, DeMarvin Leal in, in situations can help with that depth as well. Um, I what, you can always count on the Steelers to to develop good NFL defensive linemen. I don't know if they're pro bowlers or not, but the guys that the Steelers bring in from the beginning and train stick around in the NFL for a little while. Isaiah Bug still has a job. Okay, let's put it that way. Right, right. They, and so they develop quality defensive linemen, and I think the ones they have now are are going to be pretty good. I'm gonna make sure I take a look at Louder Milk off air. Text me a, a game that or put it in the chat here a game that we all might want to look at louder milk play um you know just put in the chat here a game that we might want to play so right now neil has the steelers one and one i have the steelers two and oh week three on the road against the cleveland browns i'm gonna go first on this one if baker mayfield is playing again wait first of all i have no idea if baker mayfield but Steelers with a resounding victory over Cleveland. I think they beat Cleveland regardless of who is playing quarterback. And I don't think it's going to be Deshaun Watson. And somehow I don't think it's Baker Mayfield. By the way, I've not seen one of those insurance commercials in quite some time. And so I I just can't see how they work that whole quarterback situation out in Cleveland. So I'm going to guess that Cleveland is playing somebody that none of us have heard of. And the Steelers go into Cleveland, get busy, and go to three and zero. And Stephen A. Smith 
is making some ridiculous take on first take because he's a Steeler fan saying the Steelers are going to go to the Super Bowl. Steelers jump <laughs> out hot. 3-0, and baby. 3-0. and Steeler defense gets it done again against the Clowns. 3-0 and Steelers start. Give me the dub against the Browns on the road. Uh, the bad news that I have for you is no matter how this shakes out, Baker Mayfield's not going to be their their uh, their quarterback in that game or any other game. Um, there, there's just no way they're going to keep him to be a backup. He doesn't want that. Um, it, there are plenty of teams that will take Baker Mayfield. The issue right now is just the, the cost of it and what it's going to cost uh, to acquire him. I don't think anybody wanted – to give up assets in this draft for Mayfield and the chunk of his $18 million salary that's now guaranteed. Um, It's, this is all just posturing. Um, He's going to get dealt. The question is how much are the Browns going to have to be on the hook for of his salary and what they're going to get back in exchange for the player that they clearly don't have interest in playing, but is clearly an NFL starting quarterback. So uh, whatever it is that they do, uh, could be Carolina, maybe, you know. Indiana That's where I think he's going. I think he's going there. to Carolina. But um, keep in mind, the reason we know this is not – it has nothing to do with Sean Watson. It's the fact that the Browns signed um, Jacoby Brissett. Absolutely. Uh, right after they signed they, – they acquired Watson and then gave him an extension. The idea was Brissett starting those six games. That's the backup type of, of role you bring in the, the experienced veteran to hold down the fort if they wanted Mayfield they wouldn't have bothered you know they they know that they're getting rid of Mayfield and to be honest you kind of owe it to him I mean he's a first overall pick he gave you his all things don't work out I get it but you don't keep him as a backup on that salary <laughs> trade him let no. him get, let him get an opportunity to play somewhere I mean come on it, that's a that's a no-brainer that only Cleveland I guess could screw up but um I just don't feel like Watson's going to get suspended. I don't have any reason to, to go off that just except for Watson is he's pushing back incredibly hard to to the point. We've talked about this to the point where Watson is is perfectly positioned and prepared to go scorched earth on this whole thing. The NFL does not have a shred of evidence to do anything that they're going to do. And the NFL, you know, away from from cameras is going to say, look, we have to do something here. This is the reason he didn't play a snap last season. He didn't even dress up for Houston and he wasn't suspended. That's the whole thing to me reeks of there are four sides involved with all of this and all of them have guns to each other's heads. And it's been a stalemate for however long. I don't think the NFL has the leverage where we sit today to be able to suspend him for an amount of time that he is going to feel agreeable. To. You know what, Neil? Now that he's getting all that money, there's no way he wants to be off the field. So and, I, and, you, I, and Neil, if you had a gun to my head, I couldn't see your hand. If you had a gun to my head, <laughs> your your hand disappears. So let me guess. <laughs> With that being said, you're picking the Cleveland Browns with Deshaun Watson to tear up this Steeler defense. I am picking the Cleveland Browns, overhauled Cleveland Browns, and a much better Cleveland Browns team this season that will have Deshaun Watson playing in that game. Week four, 
one and so you got the Steelers right now, two and one. I got them three and oh. Week four. I got them one and two. I got them one and two. Oh, that's losing right. You got a loss. You got a loss. You got a one and two. Down. You got a one and two. I got them three and oh. So right now, week four at home against the Jets. I don't think there's a long explanation here. I don't think the quarterback can play. Typically, when I pick games, I tilt towards the team that has the better quarterback. And I think this is going to be the first matchup where Trubisky is actually the better quarterback in the game. <laughs> I have no faith in that quarterback up in with the Jets. They were absolutely terrible last year. I think they averaged 14 points a game, 15 points a game, which should be impossible in today's National Football League. There's no way that they make the jump that they think they're going to make. I thought they had a good draft, but I just don't think they're a good football team still. So I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers to start four and oh, baby, that's another W and the black and gold nation is rolling. <laughs> We're going to the Super Bowl. Ah, got a feeling. Oh boy. Ah, got a feeling. Pittsburgh's going to the four and oh bowl. We'll remember this show. If they start 4 0, lads, because we will open the show with that song if that's the case. But 4 0, baby. Hell, 4 0, baby. <laughs> Just no way. Not a chance. I don't think the Jets are a great team either. I do think that they have built a lot. Um, they've made positive moves. I think they had a couple guys go down with injuries that they were going to count on uh, last season. They didn't get a chance to get anything out of them. Um, those guys will be back. I, I think they're a better team. Not that it takes a whole lot to be better year to year than the Jets, but um, the Steelers, they're they are going to have to win this game if they want any prayer of the postseason. This is their first big critical game, in my opinion. Um, and I'll, I'll reserve that for whether or not Watson's playing in week three. Of their first four games, this is the pivotal game to me. Um, I have them winning that game, and the difference is they're two and two versus one and three, with a, a, a brutal stretch before the bye coming after that jet that that uh, that game against the Jets in Week Four. So they're going to have to win that game. I think that's going to be the key game for what they're trying to do, and I, I think they'll win it. So I've got them going at the quarter pole. They're two and two. Week Five, pain. They play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mr. T said when he was uh, when he was asked in Rocky Three about what's going to happen in the fight, and he said, "Pain. This is going to be painful." Tom Brady, until very late in his career with the Patriots, did the Steelers every which way but loose. Did the Steelers in all types of ways that we don't even want to examine. That's a loss. They're going to get their ass whooped too. Brady's going to smash them. We're, we're um, week five against Buffalo, aren't we? No, excuse me. Yes, I jumped. Week five against Buffalo. We'll just, take, <laughs> we'll just take everything that I just said, because you're right. We are on week five. And sorry, everyone. I just came from the optometrist. I got my eyes dilated because I can't see. And now I need readers because I'm above 50 and I got progressive lenses. Maybe that's too much information. So just want to apologize for me not seeing the schedule correctly. I don't know what that means. It means you're younger than me and your eyes aren't bad. But everything I just said for the Bucks, save it for the Bucks and add that to the Bills. So I'm going for my next two picks, L and L. They're going to lose to the Bills and they're going to lose to the Bucks. 
So give me your predictions for both of those games. The first game being the Bills, the second game being the Bucks. I think you can see my hands. Two L. There. They're getting thumped in both of those games. Um, like, you know what? I, it, it's it's hard to bet against the Steelers in terms of uh, seven-plus point spreads. They they compete. They fight hard. Um, they're, they're going to have a good defense, but their offense is not competitive. It just isn't. Um, you're not going to outgun Tom Brady uh, anywhere in the universe. It doesn't matter where you're playing that game. Um, and, and the bills are, the bills probably still pissed about week one from last year. I mean, that, that <laughs> maybe if they play, very, well, uh, it very well made them play Kansas city in, in the divisional, as opposed to the championship game. Um, they'll look for a little bit of payback. And I, I think you get a better start to the year. Cause look, we talked about this at the time too, that went over Buffalo if not for the win over Tennessee last year, was the biggest fluke win I've seen the Steelers have in, in my lifetime. There is no way they should have won that game. And there were a variety of reasons why they should have lost it. They're not beating that team two years in a row. There's no way. Um, those are two, I think, pretty emphatic losses. Um, teeth will gnash at, at, at that two-game losing streak. It'll, it'll be savage. They'll get... They'll get killed in both of them. I'm looking at that Bucks game. I think they're going to be close to almost seven point dogs at home at least. against the Bucks. Yep, seven, six. Well, they, they put it this way: they're six and a half dogs against Cincinnati in in Week One. Yeah, I I know Cincinnati just went to the Super Bowl. They're they're not that good of a team. Okay, Tampa Bay is a very very good team. Uh, balanced. Um, I mean, it, guys are willing to run through a wall for for Joseph, the guy they just hired to replace Arians. It's still Arians' team. It's still the culture that's there. They kept their coordinators in place for the most, you know, by and large, with with um, it, former Steelers quarterback Byron Left, which is still there. They have firepower. Tampa Bay is a really good team. There's no reason why they can't win the the, the NFC this year. Steelers aren't anywhere near that level. They, they can't compete with that team. So, listeners, in the chat, after the first six games, I have the Steelers at four and two. Neil has them at two and four. So, give us your picks in the chat. Throw us your picks. Darkstorm has them at three and three. If you're in the chat, make sure you give us your picks over the first six games. And so, in the seventh game, they play the Miami Dolphins on the road that's always a tough game for the Steelers to go down to Miami. It's going to be hot. Um, I, I like the weapons that Miami has. I'm not, I'm not overly sold on Tua as a player, but again, in most of these matchups to me, especially if you're on the road, um, I really lean towards the team that has the better quarterback. Um, I like what Miami is doing. Um, <laughs> you have the Steelers four and oh, you favor the quarterbacks. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, I, I, might be on I, their I, second quarterback of the year by this point. It's it's euphoria. I mean, I think it's it's euphoria. The running game defense. I, that's why I'm, I'm coming out hot, baby. And uh, <laughs> but I think they lose this game against the Dolphins on the road. So I'm giving them an L in this game. 
to beat the Dolphins. Who are the Dolphins? Why are the Dolphins any good? We spend more that, time that Florida trip is analyzing tough. Tua and and his apparent alleged ability to to consistently make plays in the NFL. He he's not spectacular. There's nothing great about him. They have weapons, sure. You know, they're they're good weapons. They're probably better weapons than the Steelers, and they probably still have the edge of quarterback. Um, they they don't have a great defense. They're not a good defensive team. They're not all around good. Um, more than anything, I'll give the emotional toll to the Steelers in this one because Brian Flores is going to show up and kick the holy hell out of his former team. That's what's going to happen. They'll they'll beat Miami. I like that. That one will be convincing. Yeah, I think you convinced me. I I, I forgot about the Flores impact in that game. I'm gonna go with the That's Steelers with. I'm gonna That's go with a. Huge. I'm gonna go with Steelers dub in there, and to the point where if the Steelers get the win, they'll probably carry him off the field too with the legal papers in his hands. That'd anyway, that would be that would be absolutely hilarious. As long he's, as you win the game, he's getting carried off on some shoulders with the deposition paper <laughs> yeah, awesome. in his hand as he gets to the sideline. Whatever Dolphins fans there are, just royally pissed off about. And they it. had Stephen Ross the legal papers. <laughs> As he, as he gets carried to Stephen Ross's box, says the ending of a paper. really bad movie. That, that would be that would, exactly that would be instead of Rudy, it'd be Brian, it'd be Brian, <laughs> Brian. He gets carried off with legal papers, and, 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 the, and the text is Brian Flores never coached again in the NFL. Made a shitload of money. That's the subject. He was never again. He would never, never again get a coach, but he was a multimillionaire. Da, 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 da. End of story. So, okay, great. That's comedy relief right there. I thought that was pretty funny myself. Next game on the road against the Philadelphia Eagles. Give me your pick, Neil. God, it, they. I hate them in Philadelphia. I think they hate being in Philadelphia. Yeah, they get smashed in Philadelphia. Yeah, they, they just they put up some clunkers in, in Philly. I... I don't know how good Philly is. I don't know why I, I would think that Philly is any better than Miami is. Um, I just I, – I don't like him in Philadelphia. I gave him a loss. Now – Jalen Hurts is a better player than people give him credit for. And they um, got a weird – they I, got a I weird running game, too. They got a weird system up there. Suriani, that system He's is kind of – yeah, that, that system is kind of weird. They run the shit out of the football up there. Let me ask you, the last time they beat Philly and Philly was – no, that was in Pittsburgh the year they started 5-0. and They beat the Patriots in Philadelphia in back-to-back weeks. Correct me it's if I'm back wrong. Back in 04? Yeah, that was, they went 5-0. and Then they went no, to Philly, like, and he I'm, got sacked. Yeah. Ben got sacked like eight times up in yeah, Philly. Yeah, that was 08. Uh, that, that was their, their Super Bowl year. Yeah, um, he almost got killed in Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm surprised Ben played another game in the NFL after that <laughs> yeah. one. He got murdered in Philly. Um, and I remember that weekend. R.I.P. Or an RIP. RIP to the legend of Jim Johnson. That guy was a defensive mastermind, and he absolutely slaughtered the Steelers in that game. Pittsburgh had zero response to anything that they came up with. And shit, they, they should they should have had more than nine. As far as yeah, that yeah, was, it was a bunch of miss sacks. It could have been like 12 to 14. Back. Yeah, it could have been like 12 to 14. I remember that weekend finally because my niece was uh uh, my niece was born th- that weekend too. That they got absolutely killed, and it's funny. You know, I'm a degenerate Steeler fan, degenerate sports fan, because I remember uh, family activities around Steeler games and Steeler events. 
it's easy for me to tie does, those two together. Does Does anybody listening not do that? I've always done that. <laughs> Thank you. Then I feel okay. Yeah, I remember I do that. double digit numbers by by two Steeler player jerseys. Um, yes, like all so types I, of. Well, was, you know, I thought that was normal. Apparently, it's not. Well, we're we're from Pittsburgh, so maybe it's not normal. So we have some some issues. So I at the memorize numbers. Well, you know, we're from Pittsburgh. We figure out ways that are weird. At the bye week, at the bye week, you have the Steelers. Okay, uh, one, two. You have the Steelers at three. I'm three and five. five. You have the Steelers at three and five. I have the Steelers at five and three at the bye week. Three and five. If the Steelers are three and five at the bye week, let's just – since we have the crystal ball open, if the Steelers are three and five at the bye week, is Mitch Trubisky still the starter for the rest of the season? Is he the starter in the in the week nine or or is that week ten game against the Giants? I I think week I, I think three and five at that point, if Trubisky's the starter, is is pretty optimistic. I mean, that's <laughs> it, it, it could easily be worse than that. Again, it goes back to what you said. Look, it, it let's. All right, we don't know about Watson. We went different ways with Watson, but I I don't think Trubisky is better than Mac Jones. I, I Zach Zach Wilson it, it has a lot more talent. That's for sure. Let's see what happens there with the Jets. But he laughable. Can throw, he can throw off one foot close to Burrow, Allen, Brady. I, I don't think he's better than Tua is. I don't think he's better than Hertz is. So you, you, that right there, you're at a disadvantage, the most important position in the game, uh, handily in most every week. At this point. Yes. So it it's, gets maybe, maybe, maybe a little better, but not much. So if, if anything, if, if he's still standing, I, I think he's going to get hurt. I think he's going to clam up the way that he does. He's going to to try to think that he's still a great athlete that can run on the edge in the NFL, and he's going to get tattooed at some point. He's going to miss time. So I, I don't think he gets benched. I think he gets hurt. Um, at that point, I think it'll be Pickett. I don't think they're going to keep Rudolph. Um, they'll they'll probably be able to to sling a, a you know get a, a seventh for him um, after camp if if he you know kind of shows something doesn't make a ton of money you'll have a team that needs uh um needs a quarterback somewhere with an injury or whatever he might have some residual value but i, I don't think rudolph's on the team i think pickett takes over um when trubisky gets hurt and to be honest i don't think trubisky gets the job back at that point either so very interesting so for the next half of these picks for the next nine games that we're going to pick you're picking them with Pickett as the starter, well, it's kind of, sort of, maybe. It's not Pickett. It's the position. It's um, the position. You have to okay. kind of combine the two of them together because I, I don't know. Um, either way, though, no, no more than I know that um, week 11 against Cincinnati, Joe Burrow is going to be on the field. I, I can't. True. Of course, of course, of course. Yes, yes. But, but, but if he's but, healthy, he's going to play, of course. Yeah. Uh, with the Steelers, put put Trubisky and Pickett together. I don't know how different uh, that is. Where we sit right now, I don't know how different that is. How about um, Mickett? It, it's not enough to me to really think that that's going to give him the edge 
over Cincinnati because you got Pickett in there instead of Trubisky. I don't know if that difference is is that great at that point. Um, is it going to be – who the hell is Carolina's starting quarterback now? Is it still going to be Darnold? Uh, he's terrible. So you're saying the combining of the quarterbacks are going to be Mickett, Trubisky. <laughs> so that that's going to be the quarterback Mickett Trubisky. So, okay, so we Killing got my we got Mickett here. We got Mickett oh, Trubisky. Trubisky. And, and, and when you hear that first on this show, if you hear it somewhere else, if you hear Mickett Trubisky somewhere else, you know that Lance Williams and the New Standard we came up with it first. So three and five, five and three. First game after the bye, Steelers start with two home games. First game being the Giants. Second game being the Cincinnati Bungles. I'm going with the win over the Giants. I think Daniel Jones is still their starting quarterback, correct? Um, isn't it the Saints? But no, Daniel uh, Jones is the quarterback. I got say that again. You know, honestly, eyes, I saw that. I saw the same thing. I know exactly what you mean because I was yeah. like, they're not playing the Giants. Oh, the well, Saints. The Giants and Saints looks the same. In yes, that it looks the same. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I was like, man, am I going crazy? Well, it's the Saints. Sorry. It's the Saints. They're going to play Jameis Winston at home. I kind of like Jameis as a player. Not much. Um, I'm assuming that Jameis Winston is going to be the quarterback of the Saints. With that being said, I like. I, it could be it could be Baker. With that being said, the Saints are a hell of a defensive team. Um, and, and they hang their hat on defense. I thought they were very good on defense last year. And whether it's Trubisky, whether it's Pickett, whether it's Mickett Trubisky, I'm going with the Saints. I hate to pick the Steelers not to win the game off of a bye at home, but I like that Saints defense, what they do defensively consistently under Allen. Um, I'm going to go with the Saints. I'm going to go with a Steeler loss there. I'm going to give you a great stat, one that I've always enjoyed. Dennis Allen, the head coach in the NFL, has eight wins in two seasons. Two of those eight wins have come against Mike Tomlin's Steelers. I don't know what it is, why it is, and it's probably more of the old Oakland Raiders jinks against a, a Steelers team that the better they are, the more talented that they are than the Raiders, the more likely they are to lose the game. Dennis Allen's going to find some of that magic at some point. And this team, let's be honest, the Saints, they're going to be a dumpster fire early. Dennis Allen never showed to be a great coach. The internal hire because Sean Payton's taking a year off or whatever it is that's going on with him. I, I It's going to take him a little bit to get his footing. The Steelers are coming off of a bye, and more recently, that that's we've seen them to be rusty, slow coming out of the gates. I think the Saints are going to steal that one from them, and I a big part of that is just because Dennis Allen doesn't seem able to beat anybody else in the NFL except for Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. So I'm, I'm taking the Saints. You know the the thing I remember most about that Saints game. And that's the game that uh, Juju fumbled and all of Steeler Nation oh, yeah. absolutely destroyed Juju was Antonio Brown put on an 
absolute show in that game. That's one of the best games I've seen a wide receiver play in the last 10 to 15 years. He that is on the a, best game. I mean, goodness gracious, he put on a show. And he was going up against a great corner in that game. And he was killing he went up him. against three corners in that. They, they triple covered the guy. They could do nothing. Ben, ben with and Antonio Brown it, it, together are are one of the three best pairs of quarterbacks, wide receivers in NFL history. I will fight anybody that tries to argue with me about that. I don't care what Antonio Brown did after the game. The fact of the matter is that was the best performance of his career, and he's a Hall of Fame player. He was absolutely out of his mind. Third and he- ten, game on the line. The entire building knows that ball is going to Brown. Ben put that somehow between three defenders, and Brown caught it at an absolutely impossible angle. He he, he went and then nuts. Juju fumbles the damn thing away. But no, don't criticize Juju. He's just having fun. Yeah, AB absolutely. You know why Antonio Brown was pissed off that he wasn't team MVP? It's because he was doing that all season, and Juju was being covered by linebackers in the slot. <laughs> Uh, to even try to compare those two as players is just laughable. Yeah, yeah, yeah you don't know football. Yeah, they're, they're, that, I, that's I a whole different strategy. I get that Mark Madden is so far buried in your head. All he has to do is say one negative thing about your hero, and you you completely lose it. You you absolutely melt down. Juju Smith-Schuster couldn't hold Antonio Brown's jock at any point in his career, and you're seeing why now. Let's jump to the next week. I can't believe they lost that game. Against the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. The next week against the Bengals, unless if Joe Burrow is healthy and playing, I still have not seen um, enough. Although I'm picking the Steelers in week one with the shocking upset just because it's week one. I think it'll be very much like last year. Week one was they played the Bills. They had this special game plan, whatever, whatever, that, that they pulled out and was able to win. I think this second matchup at home, I, I think the Bengals get after him. I think Chase goes nuts. I like the Bengals to beat the Steelers in this matchup at home. You know, this is the one that I look at as that second half of season out of nowhere type of performance. I have losing the Cincinnati week one. Cincinnati is not going to beat them four times in a row. They're just not. I said that about about Pittsburgh and Baltimore last year. There's just it's not going to happen. I I don't have any reason for it except for that. They're not going to beat the Steelers four consecutive times. They're not that good of a team yet. They're building it. You're going to see them step down a little bit this season. And I think Pittsburgh uh, with that is going to have enough. Uh, to to take this game at home, and I, I I feel probably worse about that win prediction than I do any other on the schedule. But I, I just think they'll win it. The next game is on the road against the Indianapolis Colts with the new addition at quarterback at Matty Ice, the outstanding running game, the solidly coached Frank Reich offense on the road. I'm gonna go with another loss there. Um, I, I, I like that Colts football team. I think they really got held back by quarterback play last year. I thought they were solid on both sides of the ball. They lost their – correct me if I'm wrong. They lost Eberflus. He's Is he gone as their uh, defensive coordinator? Yes, he's the Bears head coach now. 
I think they'll transition by the time you get that late in the season, week 11, whatever bumps in the road that they're going to have on defense will be ironed out. Um, I like the Steelers to lose that game um, on the road against the Colts. I hate it, but I agree. I just – Indy doesn't play Pittsburgh particularly tough. They haven't in, in a while, right? I mean, it, it's been a while since we lost Indianapolis. Back in the, the the strength of the Killer B days, God, they manhandled that team every time they played them. <laughs> I think they destroyed the confidence level of their entire defense for like three straight seasons. I think Antonio Brown, in, in and of himself, I think he put up like an average of 150 yards against that team. Um, the Colts are a solid team that, that aren't able to do anything that really scares you. Yeah, no special effects. Opponent, I think the Steelers are going to really lock horns with because I think they're probably similar. Um, I don't know. I'm really on the fence with that, and there's no reason with that said – I should be taking the Steelers to get a road primetime win, but I'm going to. So it's interesting that after the bye week. I meant they're they're not going to get that. That's so that's a loss against Indiana. So you're saying that's a loss. So we're yeah. okay, so we're 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 kind of uh hook and step um right now. Cause after the bye week, I have them with three losses. You have them with two losses and a win. And and the win is against the Bengals. Uh, week 12 against the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons are a bad football team. They have no quarterback. They have absolutely no quarterback as it stands right now. Uh, Marcus Mariota is not a quarterback in the National Football League. I don't know like what you Mitchell Trubisky is. Um, he's it. better. He's be- Mariota's terrible. Mar- Mariota's absolutely they terrible. They, That's my point. They, <laughs> but at least, but at least this may be one of the few games where Mickey Trubisky, one of those two, is your starting quarterback. Well, this might be one of the few games where where, where Mickey Trubisky is actually better than the other quarterback. So whether <laughs> it's Trubisky, we have two quarterbacks better than the other team started. <laughs> so hey, Ritter, I, Ritter might be their starter by then, for all we know. Yes, actually. So I'm going like with the Ritter. Steelers. I'm going with the Steelers with a road win in hot Atlanta. Somehow they survived the strip clubs, lemon pepper wings, and the Krispy Kreme donuts, <laughs> and get a win in hot Atlanta. I'm good with that as well. I, I Atlanta is a mess. They're they're not uh, they they're going to have challenges. Um, I like what they're trying to do. I like how they're building it out. But um, they're they're a team that that epitomizes everything that we've said. Simply about not being able to to really plan on winning much if you don't have a quarterback advantage in any game that you play. That's them. Um, I agree with you. I think Mariota sucks. I I wouldn't want anything to do with him on my team. And Atlanta's not going to be able to do much uh, with him under center. I think Pittsburgh walks in there and wins that game. Now, because I know that the the people listening to this show are degenerate Steeler fans like us, I wish you guys were helping us keep track of our picks and tallies so I don't have to do it. Because as you can see, I am. I can. Oh, you're anyway. great, Neil. Great. I, awesome. Because, you know, <laughs> I can barely read the schedule because saints looks like giants every time i look at it <laughs> it, does, it, it, it looks like giants i mean or it looks like jaints or something like it's my eyes are, are really so bad you know what it looks like it, it's it it's roughly the same font as the old giants written out yes, that's, that's what it why is. it looks like that's it. why that's what it is it looks <laughs> like giants it looks like giants but i should have known better because there's no other afc east team 
or excuse me, NFC East team on here. And the Steelers obviously aren't playing a first place schedule. So they're not playing the Cowboys. Um, so let's hop to the next game. The first game of the year. And this is odd. This is very interesting that they're not going to play the Ravens until week, uh, what is this, week 14. And in fact, they're going to play the Ravens twice in a four week span. That's not rare in and of itself. But it feels very rare that they're going to play the Ravens this late. And I know that the National Football League has been loading up on the back half of the schedule uh, divisional games to make the last couple of games very meaningful. In this first game, give me your predictions uh, in this first game against the Ravens at home. The Steelers have not beaten the Ravens five consecutive times. Um, John Harbaugh is dippy enough to make me think that he's going to really lock into that. I think that the Steelers will get the the Herculean effort from the Ravens that week. They'll do everything they can to to get that monkey off their back or whatever hyperbolic bullshit that that Harbaugh will throw out that week. Um, I think the Ravens are very similar to the Steelers. I I think they are um, not going to be a great passing team. There are things that they're going to be able to do um, offensively to have some success, but they're going to be a good defensive team, and it'll be a battle the way that it normally is. And I just uh, flip a coin. I just I don't think I don't think Pittsburgh beats Baltimore five times in a row. I'd love to see it, but um, I'm taking Baltimore in that. I am going to take the Steelers with the dub. I like how the, the Steelers really play Lamar well. And they really play Lamar well at home. I think they have a, a, a good sense of how they want to defend Lamar. And as good as Lamar is, and as young as he still is, uh, and good as he is, he still has some limitations in the passing game. And that, and that Ravens offense, I think, is an offense that you do better against it the more you see it. And I think that's that kind of a general statement but that that offense is weird it has some weird kind of quirks to it and some principles that if you don't play it often they'll catch you there are some things that you'll you'll be surprised about and I think just the overall athleticism of Lamar is shocking if you don't play the Ravens consistently and kind of know what it is there's a few freaks in football because all these guys are absolute ridiculous dudes. But there's a couple of guys that are absolute freaks above the freaks. The dudes Lamar the dudes. is one of them. Yep. <clears throat> Aaron Donald's another one. Um, you know, TJ's one of those guys. There are some guys that are just freakish dudes. Lamar is one of those dudes. But when you're used to playing Lamar, some of that, some of that shock and awe uh, uh, dissipates. So I got the Steelers with a dub in that win. The next week, the Steelers play the Panthers, the Carolina Panthers, who we think will be the landing spot of said Baker Mayfield progressive commercial uh, host or or, or sponsor. So um, I think the Panthers are a mess. Um, I think Rule will be on his way out by that point in time. And I like the Steelers with a dub on the road against the Panthers. Might be the job that he gets fired in. Maybe the week before, they'd be even better. Um, somebody help me out. When's the last time the Steelers lost the Panthers in the regular season? I, they don't play very much, but it, my memory is the Steelers usually beat the hell out of them pretty good. 
I'm surprised they're not playing in the preseason. They typically play every preseason. Yeah, I was I was trying to save that. Um, that I, I an old running joke that I had that started on the other site was um, the the Landry Bowl, the Landry Jones Bowl, uh, preseason week four throwaway against Carolina, which was as set in stone as the sun rising in the east. <laughs> the first year they're not playing that game. It's just weird. Um, a lot of good memories, a lot of good jokes out of that. But yeah, they they will not play. Um, I don't think that's because they're playing in the regular season. Um, maybe it's not something that's meant to be permanent. They just really couldn't work it out this year, and they'll they'll get back to it next year. But um, it, I think it's like seventeen years they played the Panthers in their therapy season finale. So yeah, they're they're not going to do that this year, but they will play them in the regular season. I have little to no respect for Matt Rule, and I, I think we will see that um, play out this year when they completely implode. Um, it, he got not, seven years, it, too. He got a seven-year con- well, seven deal. All that, all that means is the yeah. value of his buyout goes up. That's it. They're, they're not. Like, it, it, here's the problem with that. Moving forward, if I'm an owner of an, of an NFL team, you want me to give you five years guaranteed? you will find an answer to the quarterback position within the first two years. If you don't, you won't be here. I don't want this Sam Darnold bullshit. I don't want – they didn't get Howell. Um, who do they take? Matt Coral in the third round or wherever he went. It's not an answer. It's not an answer. Not the amount of money that I'm paying you. Quarterback better be more valuable than you financially, more valuable than you. Talent-wise, more valuable than you as far as your your future goes. If you can't come up with an answer for that, you're not my coach. It's that simple. I can't win in the NFL consistently if I don't have a quarterback. And you're you're trading away second round picks for Sam Darnold, who's a proven loser in the NFL. You're drafting a, a, a risk as as competition to Sam Darnold. You're not giving me an answer. You're giving me matchsticks. And I, I can't do anything with that but burn them out. So you're done. I rule rules a joke. So as we hit no the hour mark, shit. as we hit the hour mark, close to the hour mark, we're gonna go rapid fire on these last three picks. They're I'm beating gonna, Carolina. I got them six and eight right now. What do you have me at? You you're at six and eight. What do you have me at? I got a lot of dubs on my tab. Yeah, you 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 got them like. Top seed in the AFC here, Lance. No, 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 I don't. Not sure how, but <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I don't. What I what do I have them at? You've got at, uh, at the six and eight mark. You've got them with eight wins. So you got them at eight and six. So I got them at eight and six. Let me give let me give you my rapid fire last three picks. Um, I think the Raiders are an ascending football team, uh, especially with the acquisition of Devontae Adams. Um, I think that Matt that 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 pairing with him and Carr. It is going to be magical this year. I think that's a tough trip going to Vegas late in the year. I got them with a loss there. Um, I got them losing to the Ravens, so I have them splitting. And I have them losing to the Browns to end the year, assuming and assuming that Deshaun Watson is playing for, uh, is playing at that point. So I have the Steelers losing the last three games and potentially losing a playoff spot by, you know, going um, 0-3 in the last um, three games. And I think if I got it right, 
that would leave them. I have them at eight and nine, and this would be Mike Tomlin's first losing season. Unfortunately, yes. I've the, the Vegas game for me is the the clinching of the losing season. Um, I think Josh McDaniels is going to be coach of the year. I think you're going to see a lot of great things with the Raiders because McDaniels is um, he has been looked over to a flashier, more marketable uh, coaching names. Josh McDaniels is the best offensive coach in football, and you're, you're going to see him do great things uh, with what they have in, in Vegas. That's going to be a good team. Um, that said, Vegas, you know, the Raiders don't need to be good to beat the Steelers. They beat them all the time anyway. So uh, that's a loss. Um, I've got them beating Baltimore in Baltimore. Um, I'm not really sure how or why, but <laughs> I don't think Baltimore is good enough to sweep them. And I'm going off of really just the, the gut feeling three weeks earlier. So I don't know. I mean, they're they're even. I think they're they're two even teams. Um, that Cleveland game, I can go back and forth on this all day. Um, I think it'll be a loss. I got it at seven and ten, and that that fit. I I went into it seeing that that my predicted record at that point was seven and nine. I feel more confident overall that they'll be seven and nine, I guess, than than they'll lose to Cleveland in a week seven or week eighteen game. Um, tradition to crush the Browns in that game, completely steal their souls and their spirits, and watch their head coach get fired the next day. But I think I think the Steelers will win this one, or the Steelers will lose this one, um, seven and ten. Which I don't think it's a horrible season for this team. No, um, I don't either. I have them at eight and nine. So we both have them at um, losing records. I started off hot. I ended like, you know, at some point, you know, starting Mick at Trubisky it, it is go- <laughs> it, it's going to, it's, it's going to get bad you. for your health. I mean, it's, you can't yeah. just have, you can't have the a deficit at the quarterback position with each game that you go nope. into. So you have them at seven and 10. I have them at eight and nine. Who do you think wins the AFC North? <clears throat> oh, you're going to be all over me for this. Um, to be honest, I think it's the Cleveland Browns. And that's as assuming, obviously, that that's obviously assuming that Deshaun Watson plays a majority of the games. I think Watson plays the majority of their games, but I think they have the least, as crazy as this sounds, over 18 weeks. I think they have the least amount of question marks in their team top to bottom. I think they have the most balance and I think they've got the most talent at the most talented positions. Yes. That's what I was going to say. They have the quarterback. They have the offensive line. They have two good backs. They can can rush the the passer. Yeah. At at an elite level. Keep that at an elite level. They have a solid secondary. Great secondary. Um, should be so, a lot better than they were. I think so, last year was was just kind of a step forward kind of year for them. Uh, but they have the pieces in place. I know yeah. what Cincinnati did last season. Don't tell me in week 13 you thought Cincinnati was going to the Super Bowl. Don't tell me that, okay? Not at all. We're making predictions now. Cleveland I, Cleveland is just the most balanced team in the division. I think, I they think have they're the, the most talented team. They have a four-and-two sure. record against this division. And I, I think they're going to win it. I, I don't. I'm not saying they're necessarily a great team. Um, Ten and seven is a good football team. I think that's Cleveland. I think they could beat 
Cincinnati. I could see Cincinnati falling to nine and eight for almost the same reasons why Cleveland fell apart last season. With one injury, they're still kind of coming into their own. I still don't have any faith in Zach Taylor as a coach. I, I will continue to carry that flag. You're not Cincinnati's not that good. They're going to regress this season. I can guarantee it's they're it's not the playoff team that we saw. They're they're going to be a good team. They're better than the Steelers are. They're going to be competitive. I think Cleveland's going to beat them. I think um, if I'm looking at the AFC North, I agree. I think it'll be the Browns that'll win a division, but I think it'll be within one or two games. I think yeah. the division, oh, yeah. I think the, the race in the division will be close between be, the Browns and the Bengals. It might come yeah, out of that. It I think it'll be close. I mean, I think where Joe Burrow still Joe Burrow still has to change his game. He has to, he cannot get hit as much. Not nearly as good as people are making him out to be. Watch his film. He's not he, that good. He's he's, he's, he's he's good. He's going to get better. He is not nearly what people made him out to be. Stafford yeah. badly outplayed him in that game. Yeah, he's going to have to to progress. I, I I would agree. So I I think the Browns win the division. I think Cincinnati comes in second. The Ravens are third, and I think the Steelers come in last in the division. But I think the division is going to be fairly tight. It's, a, it's where seven and ten, eight, nine, yeah. like if eleven and six is the worst team in the division. We've got a pretty good yeah. division. Yeah, I think it's going to be. Uh, and, and again, a reason why I'm not picking the Steelers to win a division is because Mickey Trapisky. I mean, it's, it's just a quarterback yeah. position. I mean, the. the I mean, you can't have the worst quarterback starting quarterback in a division and try to win the division. It's just nope. it, it, it the quarterback position is just too important. But before we get out of here, Neil, is there anything you want to tease? Are you guys doing some predictions on the Steelers wire or doing yep, some of the fun do, stuff we did? We've got the predictions all set up. Go to the site, SteelersWire.com. You'll see it. I, I don't know what they did. I know what I did, and I'm obviously right. So if you want to look at their – wrong predictions i guess i don't want to call them that because they're they're trying <laughs> look at you they're trying we're trying we're all trying but with that with that we're going to get out of here man i hope you guys enjoyed the show of course take all this with a grain of salt uh but since we're looking into the crystal ball hey man we are looking into the crystal ball neil c seven and ten i see eight nine and but with that we're going to go ahead and conclude the show. And as always, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. Go Steelers.